I'm Greg Miller from kindoffunny.com and you're listening to Podcast X, Y, and Z. What's up, my people? What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast X, Y, and Z, the world's number fun video game podcast. I'm Caleb Pearson. To my right, Andrew Matthew. Here we are. We're your hosts for this evening. We are. And every other evening. Live from... <laughs> Andrew's mom's basement. Let's go. <laughs> Studio 106. Um, yeah, for those of you that don't know, we run Media Interactive. Come at you each and every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Media Interactive. Talking about all things Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo. Video game news and all that good stuff. If you like that, you can support us over at patreon.com slash Media Interactive for yeah. $1 or $3 a month. You get access to all sorts of exclusive giveaways and perks and T-shirts, and, and including an exclusive podcast, which we'll bring up in a well, minute. We'll, bring we'll up talk in a about it soon. Um, but you can support us like uh, these people as follows. Zan the Man, Xander, Suze, Silas, Sam, Ryan, George, Harry, Lauren, Josh, Kirby Curbs, Jonathan, Jake, Brendan, and Brad. Thank you guys so much for your support. Thank you. Thank you. We thank love you. you so much. You are co-creators right alongside us. We couldn't do it without you. And if we try, it just wouldn't be good. It would, you know, yeah. They make us okay instead of bad. That's go. the way I like you to see it. You heard here first. Andrew, tons of fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Let's talk about the first and most important side mission that just happened. That just Live in the chat. Happened. Pre-show. We're freaking out still. Roro got an Xbox. Roro got okay. an Xbox. Now, succumbing to peer pressure is never okay unless it's me or you peer yeah. pressuring them. That's, That's what basically we what we started learning. this company for. Uh, our community, man. The the squad we got going, Daniel, Roro, Seth, all of them. I love them so. Well, we gotta dearly. we gotta like rewind a little bit to the blog post. Oh that yeah, Roro okay, true. Wrote. We'll bring it up now. God, it's it's a Roro kind it's of a, evening. It's a Roro night. You want to explain that a little bit? Um, out of the blue, I was driving and I got a text saying from Caleb saying, "Open this when you get home." I knew he was driving. I cared about his safety. I knew he was gonna get emotional. I got home before I even walked inside. I clicked on it. <laughs> To my surprise, <laughs> Roro writes about his experience as a gamer, experience as a podcaster, and the best friends community, and talking about Xbox and Microsoft, and ugh, it was so good. He talked about Media Interactive, and just the the bond we have had over Xbox stuff. If I can, um, sum and he up, foreshadowed, man, yeah, and we didn't know it. We didn't know. He knew it. Yeah. What a guy. He, yeah, he definitely forced it at the end there. He was like, soon, yeah. uh, you got us. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If I could sum up my experience as co-host of this, I would just link to that article. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. I honestly I, that's think it. so. I, and when we were texting about it, I was kind of like, this is it, Andrew. That, like, that's, yeah. that's it. Seriously. I don't, it doesn't, I don't care who I met in New York City. I don't care who I meet in, in L.A. in Roro. June. That's it. I'm telling you, but well, I'm I'm being genuine too. Yeah, it's no, not saying, like no, because actually, actually there is an element of us like oh like these guys watch us every week like oh they're the best we love them blah 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 like we genuinely love them oh absolutely and like I I don't know when I'm gonna meet him Andrew or if I'm gonna meet him I but, mean but now uh, that he has an Xbox it's like the first half uh, is reached we're there so the 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 goals here the dreams can be whatever uh, we the want the community to be. is so strong Andrew um I'd love to jump right into the campaign today Let's if I could do it it's recapping our week. Story mission number one. Podcast Remastered? Podcast Remastered, one of our uh, exclusive perks over at patreon.com slash interactive. We uh, recorded that earlier than normal this month because uh, Andrew and I, as co-hosts and co-founders of Media Interactive, taught an entrepreneurship class. <laughs> and we told you guys last week, but even when I said it out loud, it didn't feel real. Until I was walking into our old high school, knowing that I was going to teach a class. Walking into our old high school as, as older, creepy men with duffel bags full of equipment. Yeah. 
Um, which trying to get into a high school nowadays is like trying to break out of prison. But true. we did it. Uh, Jason Yuri, who was a guest on episode nine, if you want to go check back to our YouTube, check him out. He's the man. He let us uh, come in and explain our experience to the high schoolers um, of just starting the Patreon, starting the YouTube page, all that fun stuff. And then we also got to record remastered in a high school class. In the class, so that was the class. Yeah, um, taught about or talked about Star Wars, Avengers, what, and what, Disney, and all that fun what stuff. What was it like for you? Like, uh, it was so surreal. Yeah, because. First of all, we have one mic, and so I'm like trying to facilitate yeah, this roundtable <laughs> yeah. discussion. I, to be honest, Andrew, I was yeah. super administratively yeah. minded. Yeah. I could have been more. Yeah. Um, also, the kids were on my side of the table. So it, was it was good. I was glad you were more talking. If you are, have access to Remastered, go check out our Patreon yeah, uh, homepage it was um, or the RSS feed because it's it's so fun to hear these high scores talk about stuff. I mean, they were elated that we were there. Yeah. I think they had a fun time. Yeah. Um, we gave a little PowerPoint presentation explaining what we've done oh it's just been so fun well because even when we started you had a moment when you were telling everyone you said to the, the high school students you said like if this was me being in class and someone came to do this i would be thrilled and i disagreed at the beginning of it because i don't know i was I, right i i get it i was insecure self-conscious but as i was getting into it especially as they started to sit around our table i was like if i was a student i would be so happy right now yeah it was an affirmation of like entertainment like the things that are nerdy or uncool as like we're talking about like starting a company or doing this weekly and then them being like the shy kids in the back just like showing up and being like right yeah i want to talk about and we just star wars we just, it was so informal yet <clears throat> like in like informative right you know yeah and it was i don't know it was so much fun and like like i'm gonna become a pastor i went to college to teach yeah so the opportunity to just talk about what we love and, yeah. and share how we are demonstrating like our skills and passion and then to just see them just talk about disney or indiana jones or whatever it's really cool it, it was, was so much fun. It's super cool if you definitely have the access to remaster definitely check it out um takeaways everyone was really interested for disney plus yeah um people a lot of theories a lot of theories about that we talked a lot about disney which was really fun i thought that there would be some of like we're too old but like it was really good. I felt like we were on the same plane of like things we've seen and things we know. Um, and our teacher talked and some of that. It was just, it was a really fun, it didn't feel like just two people presenting and then saying goodbye. It was and like, it, like seriously though, if you're listening to this, picture what it might be like for you to go back to the place you graduated from Yeah. and teach and do what you are doing Yeah. and have it be fruitful and educational. Like it was yeah. just so cool, man. No, yeah. It felt like, it felt really good. Yeah. Um, tons of fun super fun um, so that's a little bit more about just our community and where we're at it's the best Seth says look how far y'all come seriously like I just the opportunities are so cool that we have had every time something happens I look at Caleb and say another thing to the like yeah, what right. the heck list like, right yeah yeah and it's surreal. Like, yeah. And, I, and I told him in December when we went viral, I was like, Andrew, I'm not going to process this yeah, until right. two to three years from now. Nah, absolutely. So as, as far as stuff adding on to it, it's yeah. just like, all right, here we go. What's were, next, were you know? You, yeah, no, definitely. Were you able to share some of the pictures on our Twitter? Yes. Nice. Uh, I, I Actually, I don't know if I tweeted them. Okay. They're on Facebook. I might send a few out on Twitter. Yeah. That's a good idea. That's cool, yeah. Um, to give them a vibe yeah. of what the room looked like. Definitely. And all that stuff. Um, it was tons of fun. Uh, we're going to jump into the rest of the story missions. Uh, relatively slow news week, though. There is a couple things we want to talk about. Yeah. Feel free to throw whatever side missions Anything. if you're watching live Anything on Twitch. You Thank you so much for joining us. We'll definitely make you a part of the conversation. And then again, you can listen to the HD audio as it goes up later tonight uh, and to podcast services all over the place tomorrow. Uh, Andrew, story mission number two. Um, Fort hashtag Fortnite times Avengers. Okay? Yeah. So... 
I'm glad we got all the here's how happy I am <laughs> news at yeah. the beginning because yeah. now it's like Fortnite and Avengers. What I hate combined with what I dislike. Yeah. I mean, are you excited for that? Does that pique your interest in yeah, any way? It does. Okay. I, I, I did really enjoy the last year's Infinity Gauntlet, which but... was just it was just the just correct. him, right? Correct. Thanos. Yeah, correct. Okay. And they've teased Thor's hammer right now. Um, I think my my big item wish list is put costumes in the store. Like full out Iron Man Hulk like costumes. The, yeah. I, I don't know if they'll go that far because the the last season was like knockoff superheroes, right? It's like you kind of look like one. Yeah, but no, you it weren't. Was, it wasn't. You weren't anybody. Yeah, the closest they've gotten to like feeling like something else was the NFL jerseys. It was like feeling like you oh, were yeah, something right. real. Um, and so I, I hope they do something like that. I think that'd be cool. Uh, Robert says Caleb rather Fortnite times Star Wars. Oh, oh my God! I didn't, <laughs> I didn't even think that was a possibility until now. Huh. Oh, that'd be so fun, dude! I'd be in there in a heartbeat. Yeah. But uh, he brings up that brings up a question I have. Like, yeah, NFL mm-hmm. and Marvel just that means they just came to an agreement with Epic. Is that what that means? Yeah, I believe so. Someone reached out to someone. So technically, Star Wars is a possibility one day. Technically, like there's no well, that, that, but I don't know what Lucasfilm has allowed to have happen. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. How like when we were talking about the Game of Thrones video game stuff, like yeah. would HBO ever let it happen, or what does that look yeah. like? I don't know. The Star, I mean, but that's the thing is you're starting to see more and more Star Wars stuff. But EA has the rights to it. Well, that, that's what my concern was. I don't think it can. Yeah, that was my concern. Gosh, you know, a guy can dream, right? It'd Maybe cool. one day, one It'd day. Be cool. I mean, I, I think in like the peak of Fortnite, it might have been able to happen. But now, season, I'll, what is it? About to be season nine. I is don't it know. really nine? Yeah, seasons? I don't know if Star oh. Wars is a possibility. I don't know how you people do it. Um, Daniel says, I think we need to show Andrew Times Railroad Superheroes Edition. <laughs> wait. Wait, Andrew Times Railroad? Like, what, what was Andrew that? featuring Railroad Superheroes oh, Edition. Oh, <laughs> I see, I see. Hey, Daniel, if you're watching this live, you should click that tiny X button in the top right of your browser and then just go to bed. Wow. Uh, I nah, mean, I'm just kidding. I mean, they're both owned by Disney. I mean, yeah, but... It's really it, it it's gets up, so yeah. convoluted, yeah, man. It, it gets so convoluted, but that would be cool. Anyway, it'd be cool. I I am excited to at least look at the first thing I do in terms of how much Fortnite I'm going to engage in is just watch the clips on Twitter or check Twitch if it's new content, right? Yeah. So I can see what these heroes look like, see what these see what pickaxes look like, yeah. see what Ninja's doing. Yeah, and like he, dude, he's on Fallon again tonight. Really? And I was like, why are you bringing him back? I guess it's a slow week I, I thought for celebrities. His, his clout had ended. I thought his stardom was over. Yeah. So I don't know if he's doing something different, if he's just going to be silly again. But maybe this has some... I don't know. Did, does this up Ninja to relevant again? No, I hope not. That's, and I'm I believe, genuinely asking. I don't know. I think what it does is it usually pulls the older audience to know about relevant people for the younger audience. Like Usually when someone shows up on Fallon, my mom or dad is like, oh, I never heard of this person. But I don't know if, like, it will make kids watch more Ninja. I think kids need less Ninja. I, I think. Kids should be acting like ninjas in the backyard, not watching them on Twitch. You can put that on a t-shirt. Seth says, imagine pulling up in Fortnite with a lightsaber. Daniel says, that would be kind of cool, actually. Kind of cool. It would be very, It would very, be freaking awesome, be very, and I would never cool. not play it. Like, one person gets, like, a Sith lightning, and then one person he gets a Jedi lightning force, and the teams are behind them. If you block it, the bullets are... 
It'd be so fun. We just planned a Fortnite uh, mode. But here's Fortnite the, hit us up. The reason I don't like Fortnite is because I don't like building. So objectively, I just don't like the game. Yeah. Right. And then the reason I don't like Avengers is because it's too much for me to handle. Yeah. Too much going on. Right. So I have nothing against the sci-fi and the competitive battle royale. Yeah. I love sci-fi and battle royale. It's yeah. just the that the the style for both of those things just doesn't cater to me. Yeah. So when I saw it was a partnership, I mean, obviously it's huge. The biggest movie franchise and the biggest video game franchise in the world. It just makes sense. Yeah. Um. But I, I'm you know I'm excited for the community. When stuff like this happens, I'm like, sweet, good for you guys. But I have no stake in it. Yeah. No, I, I think like the best thing for of Fortnite for me right now is not playing for a while and then just hopping back in. Because like I like yeah. being surprised kind of. you mentioned in the group me this I week. I played. I played last week and Gosh, I had I had no I idea. I called you out. Yeah. I basically said like I had played Guys of a Confession. I played Fortnite and had fun. And I think it was because I didn't follow the weekly this gun is coming. This is nerfed. This is changed. Oh, I can't do it. I hadn't played for three months and I played. And it was like all these new vehicles, like all these new weapons, all these new locations. For me, it was kind of like, whoa, this is really cool. Also, it was not as hard as I remembered. And I don't know if, yeah, you fin- you, you deserved it. Sorry, um, I had to do that. They have like a competitive mode in Fortnite now. So I think like the casual oh, yeah. mode is a lot easier. So I found it like not really annoying, at least when I play. I didn't play okay, for that That's long. a good point. I do need to check out the different limited time modes and stuff like that. Because uh, I do, I, I love playing with people. It's not like, yeah. I, I still have the same philosophy as if your friends are doing it, you can get online with them and have fun. Yeah. It's not like you're going to hate your experience. If Roro starts playing Fortnite, I'm going to have to play uh, Fortnite. I, the fact that he owns an Xbox right yeah. now, it almost, like, it doesn't matter what else happens to yeah. me or this week. It's like Roro got an Xbox. This is the week that Roro got an Xbox, yeah. 2019. April 23rd, man. Oh, yeah. I love it. We got a question from the chat. Yeah, let's hear it. Marty on 87. Slash 8 says, hey guys, just been looking through different streams on the talk show section. It's pretty cool to see other people's looks on things. What do you guys think will be the next big trend in gaming after Battle Royale games? Woo! That's awesome. That's What's really his name, Marty? Most likely. Marty. Dude, welcome to the chat, man. You're totally awesome. Um, that's something I've been really thinking about. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, and maybe as far as I can hope, as mm-hmm. far as what I enjoy, is the the single player campaign is going to have a comeback. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because Call of Duty has a single-player campaign again. Yeah. God of War did so well yeah. that because of Battle Royale fatigue, sometimes people want to get away from everybody else and get immersed in yeah. in a narrative. Same right? thing with Spider-Man, Red Dead. Because Battle Royale, you're immersed in everything except a narrative, right? Sure. Yeah, exactly. No Fortnite character has a name. No, no, You don't even know what you're fighting for. Right. It's just fun, arcadey. Yeah. But that single-player whoa i just had this whole theatrical experience you yeah know, that's what i love I me mean, what about you i i would i would say i hope split screen games come back i, I hope like oh wow yeah the that's new, practical the new yeah. consoles come out with like a more like nintendo switch feel to say like the new thing in gaming is to just play on the couch with someone i don't think that's a realistic thing i think what you see is more of what you say and i think i think games are going to get like shorter in time and faster paced i yeah. think people um, who don't play battle royales for the long term like the quick shot of call of duty and i think games double down on that and give you some quick moments of energy to just like pop in for a, a short match and then leave hmm. um daniel says halo infinite bringing back split screen to halo halo infinite like i'm excited i'm super excited that's a really good um, question though marty uh, if you have thoughts about what you think please yeah share. I feel mean, free to feel free to throw in your thoughts live if you're watching on twitch or later if you're listening to this on youtube or podcast services you know the hd audio feel free to send us a tweet yeah or whatever it's just um, interesting because you know battle royale kind of came out of nowhere 
I know, and then it's just everybody's and on then board. It's just everywhere, yeah. Uh, why don't we use this, Andrew, to segue into another story mission? Uh, um, he, he responded. He okay, said, yeah, what do you say? Atmospheric single player games, that's what I like to hear. I predict a rise in choices matter games kind of games. Ooh. So I'm assuming he means more Witcher type stuff, not yeah, Telltale yeah. type stuff. Yeah. But oh, he's so right because what we are losing, and I'm not saying it's gone, uh-huh. is that opportunity of, oh, you played this game. What did you decide to do? Or, you know, who was your clan? Or what ending did you get? Yeah. Red Dead, that we had that conversation. Oh, it was, what man. ending did you get? <laughs> if you just showed up to our stream, Marty, like, we love Red Dead Redemption We too. went back, yeah. I mean, we covered it for months. So that is something that I know all gamers appreciate. Because yeah. if people were jumping on Battle Royales right away, like, that's where they're coming from. It was such a change of pace. Right. And that idea of the pendulum swinging back and forth, yeah. it's true of any industry, yeah. let alone the games industry. You know, I just had a thought. Like, yeah. I kind of wish and hope maybe that the new Star Wars games has, has choices. Wouldn't that be pretty cool if, like, one guy's Jedi, like, dies in the end and one becomes the dark side? Dude, like, if, if, if Jedi Fallen Order had missions that were, that were either shorter or longer for different people based on what they chose, I would love it. Wouldn't that be so cool? If you finish the game and I finish the game and you came across somebody that I never saw, yeah. I would go back and find them. Exactly. that, And that's where... I... And that's the thing. Everybody wants somebody to replay their video game. Yeah. That's it. If you're if you're doing a single player campaign, you're, you're going for longevity, you're going for game of the year editions and nostalgia later on. Yeah. And you Or you remaster it. You do what Sony does, hopefully with The Last of Us this year, where they remaster for a new console, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but that idea of like, wait a second, where you and I had those Red Dead moments. Oh man, those were the best of moments. Of like, wait a second, he told you to, yes. uh, to leave that kid alone, he told me to go save the kid. It's it, like, what? How did we do that? And the most boring of missions, like yeah, go right, fishing, right. and then we have completely and different that's my problem is when we have listeners that I love but they say oh I still haven't finished Red Dead I I want them to play it and talk to us about it so they can have that revelation yeah while like you know now I don't expect anybody to go run through Red Dead but when when it was happening I was like you guys need you guys actually need to finish this so we can talk about it because it's just so crazy because everything is different because Andrew, even it, dialogue. The reason I love Red Dead Two is because of oh of yeah, I, every week being us like playing it together, watching you play it and seeing how your game unfolded, watching me do stuff and being like, really. But that's it. It's why we do Red Dead. It's why we do this podcast. It's why we run Media Interactive. Talk about it. Share yeah. about it. Enjoy the enjoy the moments in the games, and then you can just appreciate it as you look back. I think it's super cool. Marty says, "I've seen Netflix has been trying to incorporate choices matter features yeah. into some of their movies and shows." Exactly. Roro says, "Love talking to people about the same game, but having an entirely different experience." Seth says, "Choice matters. Just allows people to replay the game so much. It's awesome." Yeah, I wonder if there's like a comprehensive list of like choice matters games because right now, thinking about it, Red Dead and Witcher are, are those games, and it's our top games. Like. People should be rolling these out more, right? right? Like, no, exactly. And the, but that's the thing, Andrew. Think about it. The two companies that are doing that take their sweet, sweet, delicate, delicate, intricate time. Sheesh. Whereas battle royales are cut and copy paste this recipe, which yeah. is fine. Yeah. It serves its purpose, and that's why I love Alcatraz Portal so much. Yeah. In Black Ops Four, it's quick, it's easy. I can beat on it and then be done in 20, 30 minutes. Right. But if I'm looking for something long, that is where gamers are still so prone to spend $60 and then have their moment, have their headset, have their mark themselves as offline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then come yeah. back on. Turn off the lights and then. Yeah, and, and break and do it. Yeah. And, that's, and I will never not want to do that, yeah. at least in some part of my gaming genre. Um, so let's talk about that briefly. We mentioned it. Uh, story mission number, I don't know if this is three or four. I'll be honest with you. I lost count. Keep going, Time bro. flies when you're having fun. Time flies. No battle royale. 
in Halo Infinite. This is basically confirmed by the developers saying it's not launching with Battle Royale. Yeah. They haven't been focusing on it. It could happen one day, but don't expect it or wait for that to happen, basically. Yeah, and there was a string of rumors behind that of like, Battle Royale, Battle right. Royale. And we were on, we. I mean, it's called Infinite. You get this idea in your yeah. head. And okay, so this is where I had this big revelation and thanks to the internet of like, what the developer had said in response to that of like no battle royale, but the dev- I think it's a her. I think she said she was like it but should be Bonnie the lady. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. She said, think about it though. We will not put battle royale into the game, but you know what's in the game? Forge, right. community driven yeah. maps and game modes. And then I had this moment of like, that is the best freaking case scenario because right. think about it. Unlimited possibilities for maps, guns, selection, characters, battle. That it just blew my mind. Yeah, I was like, "Are you right, kidding me?" Right. If like, because f- Fortnite tried with creative mode, right? Create your own things, and I know it's booming on the PC, but for us console gamers, it's like it's not much. Yeah. Um, to think about Halo Infinite being like, you can make a battle royale game for us and our friends to play and just test out and mess and around, just with mess it. around with it. Yeah. But it not be like three four three. That's right. That's who they're doing it, right? Three four three. Three yep. four three. It's not yep. three four three indoors. It's just Caleb Pearson's battle royale. Right. I would have so much more fun with that. Right. Again, because it means more to you because I did it and you care about me and you have this meaning around what is otherwise a separate objective game and it's approachable. You can appreciate the developer, right? That's why I love doing this with you and studying the industry behind games. By the time I played played Days Gone this weekend, I have already had an experience with the development of that game. And I will be thinking about my podcasters that have already played it. I will be thinking about what I learned about the developer and I'll be like, I just encountered what they were talking about a couple months ago and it's so freaking cool. Um, one of our regular listeners, dear brother and friend, Daniel Prindle, uh, he had a really good tweet. It was like late last week, maybe. Uh, he basically said, like, Halo it is not going to take after the rest of the industry. They're going to forge their own path, right? Like, you, I mean, you literally brought up Forge. Um, and I just thought he had a really good take on it because they're, they're essentially sort of rebooting Halo, yes. rebooting Xbox as far as launching and having this new platform Absolutely. to play on. And so I'm so comforted by the fact that they're not reacting, basically. Mm-hmm. They're being proactive, not reactive. Because yeah. if they are, and again, it wouldn't bother me if the mode was in there. Yeah. Mainly because I think it, you just put it in there. Yeah. Um, and maybe one day it will be. You're but right. for them to focus their efforts elsewhere is totally fine. We just played Master yeah. Chief Collection. We still play Master Chief Collection. And it's so fun. It's so Because it's fun. basic, it's shooting, and it's competitive. And that's something that you and I enjoy. Yeah. Um, that's yeah. very, very true. Dan says Halo 5's Forge is extremely powerful. Infinite is going to be insane, especially since the lead for Halo 5's Forge is now the entire multiplayer lead for Halo Infinite. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, the potential is there. I think, like, it's going to be it's gonna be easy for me to get too hype about Halo, so I'm trying to step off. But things like this just make me want to completely dive in and just get too excited. But I'm trying to be a little bit realistic of, like, okay, it's just a game. Like, Halo's rebooting. And but you got to understand, 365 days from now we could have this exact same conversation yeah. and it's still not be out. Exactly. So it's yeah. like, you gotta you gotta really pace yourself, I guess. Yeah. But, Daniel says, uh, dive in, Andrew. I, trust me, I'm a hype train fan, well, he, but yeah. I, gotta be, I gotta be a little bit realistic here. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's exciting to think about, like, all the possibilities. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how their summer tour does. You know how they're doing that weird Halo museum, mm. amusement, amusement park, park. type. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still want to maybe go to the one in Philly. In Philly. I'll, it'll be a, a spur of the moment thing. I'll yeah. drive or do something, but we'll figure it out. Andrew, let's move on to story mission number four slash five. Um, this is like pop culture, dude. This is live. This is happening. This is relevant. 
Um, Assassin's Creed Unity uh, and Ubisoft donated 500,000 euros yeah. um, to Notre Dame and also offered the game free mm-hmm. on PC. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, like, it was an interesting... I mean, it was everyone was kind of in shock of, like, wow, that is literally burning, roof collapsing, like, a lot. That was a very sad situation, of course, and I think it's, like, I mean, I assume that they're based in France then? Unity took place there, and that's, so that's why it's free. Uh, quote, giving players the opportunity to experience the cathedral yeah. because of the one-to-one model they used. Yeah. And it's really cool. Yeah. Like, I have scaled that building in that game. And yeah. it's like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. Now I know. By that roof falling down, I know what that means. Yeah. I know what that kind of feels like. Right. Um, but, dude, PR move? Yeah. Like, plus a thousand brownie yeah. points. Yeah. I mean, so good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people get all political about, oh, if we're donating money to that, we need to be donating money to this. The news I want to gravitate towards for Media Interactive is just games matter. Yeah. And games can matter. Yeah. Um, and this story, this opportunity that people are going to have to try out the Assassin's Creed game. I, I day one that game and played it all the way through. I actually enjoyed it. Really? Um, I should go play it. It was, play. It was a few years ago. Um, it was the... So Black Flag launched on this oh, new console cycle. I love Black Flag. And then this was the next install. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And Seth, Seth inappropriate says Unity was fire. <laughs> I know you didn't mean it, but I said was fire. But <laughs> do you think he? Do you think he knew it? I was, don't think he knew. <laughs> hey, honestly, if he knew, that's pretty. Yeah. Uh, like, I'll laugh at that. Um, that's funny. Uh, repent right now. <laughs> that's um, so funny. That is super funny. What a um, guy. Uh, but no, I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. It, it tried multiplayer. I don't know if you remember. We talked about it once or twice before. Yeah. But Aaron and I would try to get on him and do multiplayer assassin. We we're like, yeah, this doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, but the single player was super fun. I think like I I think it's an interesting thing too because I honestly think the best thing about Assassin's Creed games and Ubisoft is like they really know how to preserve history in a very beautiful way. Um, yeah. And I think it's a really cool way to give back to the community. Like not like a weird flex of like play our games but like like you said i literally scaled the building right. and it feels very real i think they had they their attention to history i think is the is the best thing that they have to give to communities with their games yeah and i think assassin's creed unity being sent out is it's a it's really good seth says lol didn't even mean that that's so, so funny. He didn't wait, wait, wait. you're good you're in the clear <laughs> crisis averted Assassin's Creed Unity. Okay, maybe maybe we'll have to play that. Well, you got to slow your roll, Andrew. I'll I, be honest I love with you. trying games. I see you online sometimes, and I'm like... I love trying games. Bruh, close I'm, your wallet, Andrew. I'm very quick to... Uh, sales, man. It's, it's sales get me. I know. I know. You and your... Yeah. I feel like you're the guy that right when you see the little sale in the corner, you click on it oh, and buy you, it. You wouldn't even believe how true that it's is. It's so funny how that works on people. It, I'm such a stickler. Really? I will basically research it, and I, I have to get a full blanket approval across the board... Wow. And then have it be super easy to do it. I Basically, I never impulse sales. I'll oh, impulse yeah. full price all the time. Um, yeah, no, I'm like, if it's $20, it's I'll I mean, play I, anything. I'm not even saying I'm in the right and you're in the wrong. I'm just saying, like, that's just the way I think and, and act. It's so funny. But you've been trying out more games than I have. I have. Um, I've been really which is super it. cool. Seth says, Bas- Assassin's Creed game would be if they set, in, set it in Japan and had Samurai. Ooh, that would be very There was very one. Cool. Uh, it was a 2D... Um, iPhone and iPad scrolling game. I'm not saying that's an Assassin's Creed game. Let's <laughs> yeah. be real, but it, it it is. It's Ubisoft Assassin's Creed called something. Look it up. Um, really dumb, but they technically did it. You know, it's one of those stupid things where they do. I it. know. I know they had like a separate. But they, they I think ruined they India too. Yeah, yeah, um, some dumb thing like that. I but I heard that the next game would be set in either ancient Rome or Vikings. Vikings. Yeah. That's what I heard. And I. I Vikings would be which would be a cool. twenty. That'd be a twenty twenty game. Well, it would launch with the consoles basically. Yeah, uh, but that should be good. 
Uh, Andrew, moving on to the next story mission. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Released. I think it's today, maybe. Am I it wrong? It should be Tuesday the 23rd. Let me, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah. Uh, so have Mortal you Kombat seen 11. reviews and or gameplay of it? I've or? actually been following it a lot. I think people... Well, people can't really post it on YouTube because it, it's too violent, so you don't get any ad revenue. Oh, right. Um, yeah, it's out today. It's out today. Okay, yeah, so... Is anyone first before we start talking? If anyone has played it, please let us know if you have it. If you love fighting games, but I've been following the. It's sort of like the EA loot boxes scandal all over again with different companies and fighting games. Supposedly, fighting games are the worst with it. Um, Angry Joe has a couple good rants, uh, like he classically does. Um, for eleven. For eleven and another game called Dead or Alive, where he summed up the DLC in Dead or Alive, and it's over. It's it's literally like two thousand dollars for cosmetics and fighters and Mortal Kombat 11 also paywalls and stuff um, so I think it's really interesting because fighting games are like the classic you go to an arcade you put 25 cents in and you can play against your friend and now it's like the most expensive games so you can get and so we, here's a side mission to go along with that even Super Smash Bros just added the Joker yeah and I talked to you about how I'm not gonna buy him or get him yeah it's like five dollars per character yeah. or whatever so Mortal Kombat's the same way? Basically a, the same way. They have one competitive game mode where I think you need to continue to put money in to progress. But pretty much the story and online is good. I think there's just like one really game weird. mode and some characters are just Do you like paywalls. fighting games? I, I like it. So it, I freaking... We uh, played that one. You had one. It's not Mortal Kombat. It's the other one. <laughs> it's whatever it's called. I don't know. Oh, we would play it on your Xbox all the time. It wasn't Mortal Kombat. It wasn't... I, forget, I don't know. I forget the name but, of it. But um, anyway, yeah, continue. I I, uh, I love the ones on Game Pass because when I'm with people, uh-huh. just like downloading Mortal Kombat for free, they have Mortal Kombat 10 for free. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just super fun to watch the fatalities. Um, uh, let's see what's been happening. Um, Roro, I've been watching some gameplay on Twitch. Love fighting games, but I am hopeless at them. That's my thing too is I can't, I can't compete at all. Daniel says, I really like Mortal Kombat 9 and X, but I've got a little bit of MK fatigue now. Probably pick it up when it's on sale. Yeah, um, Marvel vs. Capcom. Seth says, oh, God, very hard side quest, but I hate the state YouTube's in. Yeah, dude, YouTube's a mess. We'll just have a whole podcast de- dedicated to YouTube. Um, <laughs> Roro says, Smash is the only thing okay. I'm okay at. Yeah, I that's mean, true. I mean, I'm 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 okay at Smash, but I just don't. I, I will never. Not my favorite genre. Yeah, no, I will never be able to pay sixty dollars for a fighting game and get the value out of it. I will get right. max ten dollars out of it when friends come over and we just like, oh, we don't want to play a shooter. We don't play a soccer game or a sports game. Like, let me just punch you real quick, like in a fighting game. Right. And that's like a good Friday night. But um, I like. What do you think about? Do you like fighting games? Are you? No, I mean uh, the only reason I like Smash Bros. is because it's pretty displaced as far as a traditional fighting game yeah the the street fighter super realistic the 2d looking stuff the animations are fun i get it people like the goriness yeah but i just i've never really played them i've seen people play injustice and stuff like that and i just wasn't really about it yeah um so it doesn't yeah mean anything to me really yeah it's reviewing well ign gave it a nine yeah um i know people enjoy it and people were excited like that reveal during the game awards was a big thing it's also really interesting that they have an emphasis now on story mode. I've heard a couple fighting yeah. games have really big emphasis on the stories, and I, I'm like, yeah. how do you? Because like to me, Mortal Kombat was on those arcade games, right? So how would you have followed the story all the way from 1987? Well, I, I like, don't, I don't know. The, the lore of some of this stuff. If you step into a game nowadays, you have you're to, like, wait a second, uh-huh. what's going on here? Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, 
and and the most recent example of that in my own life is like Square Enix just detailed their E3 lineup, mm-hmm. and so they did Final Fantasy stuff. We would know them from Tomb Raider, but the world of Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy right now crazy. is untouchable because I've, I yeah. I don't even I can't even begin to understand what's going on. Wow, oh, Final or, Fantasy or where is they're at. Wild and like ride. 15 remakes been rumored for you know 20 years. Or and they're doing well on Xbox, like the remakes. Yeah, they, they're doing very well. Very well. There's a huge um, niche audience. Yeah, though. yeah, and I'm happy for them. But again, it's just not my not my cup of tea, Andrew. Um, moving on, I want to talk about this YouTube video I shared with you earlier yeah, today. Do it. Um, so this was basically a video I had found. I tweeted it out. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at mInteractiveXYZ and find it if you want later or now, whatever. Basically how there's never, ever going to be a perfect video game controller. Uh, it's about a seven, eight-minute YouTube video that talks about the history of all video game controllers, basically um, confirming at the end of the video that gamers have catered to the natural style of the mm-hmm. controller. Mm-hmm. So ergonomically, it's not 100%, but we're wired mm-hmm. to think that way now. Um, and it speaks to the asymmetrical joysticks of the Xbox controller, how much everyone always has loved PlayStation's kind of lay- layout of the controller. Yeah. But I thought the video was super cool yeah. to think about, okay, here are all the reasons why you yeah. know the Xbox controller was massive yeah. and all these weird controllers were just way Huge. offset. And that yeah, and then massive. the N64 controller with the... Yeah. <laughs> Um, what I mean, what were your impressions of that video? Yeah, I like I was one of those people that like never understood the N sixty four. I didn't either. I never. That's why the video taught me some stuff. And yeah, no, and I would always be like, well, it's cool, so I won't question it because I'm not gonna be the one guy at a party be like, why do we, why is it made this way? But I was always confused about seeing people because people who love those old games will like just continually right. know when to do it and know how to do it. And I'm like. I grew up on Xbox. Like my hands were, it was a big controller, and my hands got sore. But I don't know about all this, so it was definitely really interesting to think about how the controllers are made and thinking. Like, you know, I told you, like, what would an ergonomic controller look like, and would we even like it at all? Probably not. Like, so this is really interesting. Yeah, it's it's good. I, and I that I eat that stuff up, Andrew. That's yeah. the content I enjoy. I love all the controllers. Uh, so if you're watching live in the chat, feel free to throw out like what your favorite controller is, or if you have a nostalgic take on any of this, but. I'm telling you, the the PS4 controller is nice. It's lightweight, doesn't take batteries, yeah. and it's really nice. Yeah. But ergonomically, using the Xbox controller is the only way I can do shooters. Yeah. Because it it feels much better. The triggers are obviously much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even you going through your recent Xbox purchases and updating your controllers and stuff, they're sleek, man. The I can't go back to the like the normal Xbox One black the ones. The black ones, yeah, they're oh, clicky and they're... pretty. Cause yours are nice. And see that yeah. I'm still using that. Oh uh, yeah. Cause my Elite broke. I freaking yeah broke it. Which also thinking about controllers being made, that thing for how expensive it is was poorly made. Everyone says a lot that the, of people the shelf life is like a year. A lot of people's break. Since when is a controller shelf life for $150 a year? That's, and it's, that's crap. Yeah, it is crap. But I miss it, Andrew. Oh, and oh, I want I another that. one. Uh, but yeah, no, they're super cool. Yeah, everyone super says cool. uh, GameCube controller, my favorite. Daniel says a good point. My hands are big, so small controllers like the Joy-Cons are painful to me. I agree. Like, I struggle. Like Agreed. I play with my, my sister has a Switch now, and playing like... She's definitely way better at getting like the tight turns or stuff like that. Dude, and, like my I can wrap my hands like around the Joy-Con twice. I feel like a dad being like, my thumbs are too fat. Like, it's like my yeah. thumbs are too fat. Yeah, it's and and people's beef with the the Nintendo Switch 
Joy Cons are there's no D pad, they're separate buttons. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you can't yeah, yeah, right. feather it. You yeah. have to precisely yeah. find it. And us old dudes are like, where is it? The yeah. the Joy Con <laughs> buttons are like, you know how the backs of Game Boys or something had like a hard reset button if you yeah. pressed it with a safety pin? It's uh-huh. like you gotta find it. That's yeah. what the Joy Con reminds me of. No, actually. I'm like, alright, these buttons are a little bit much. Again, that's why I will get a Pro Controller yeah. for Smash. Pro Controller. Or just tilt Mario Kart yeah, or right. whatever. Right. Um, that's the way I choose to use my Nintendo Switch. I can't deal with any of those. Playing the the linear type games with Joy-Cons. Tough. Oh, stuff. I can't imagine. Zach surprisingly says, I have small hands and the Joy-Cons hurt. Wow. Who, I would, who said that? Zucky. Oh, that? yeah. Yeah, I would... Uh, <laughs> that's funny. I would very much I would yeah. like to imagine that. Like, really? That's uh, One crazy. thing the video mentioned was just all these pro gamers getting arthritis and all that stuff. Um, at a certain point, you know, go outside, or, <laughs> you know, read a book, something. But as far as longevity to hold, like, other than weight, the Xbox One controller is so nice. But I love, I love owning. I just own it all. I do, love it. Do you think that they update the controllers for the next gen a lot? No, no. no. The only thing is, the PS4 touchpad is so cool, and no one cares, including me. No one uses it. What do you no use it for? No one cares. Nothing. How do you use it? It's supposed to be to navigate the screen or the, it's the interface. Top, right? it, it's a square on the yeah, top. That lights up. Anytime the keyboard pops up, you can do that. Uh, I never. Instead of never over, over, down. You know what I mean? Yeah. No one does it. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing is like there are sometimes certain games that will like that will use that interface, or you can click and drag mm, and do stuff. I never. But it's essentially knew that. a gimmick. Yeah, it's essentially a gimmick, is what it is. Uh, it looks cool, whatever, but I just don't know if they're gonna devote that much real estate mm-hmm. on the controller to that. So they'll take it out, you think? How, but again, I don't know. What yeah. did they put in its place? Because yeah. that's one thing, and that's where I'm like, okay, the Xbox One controller is still big. Mm-hmm. It's still big and heavy. There's a lot of white, like your white controllers over there. Yeah. There's a lot of white space. There's a lot yeah. of space no, where definitely. nothing is happening. Uh-huh. The PS4 controller has no space where yeah. nothing's happening. Yeah. But and so the touchpad has become what no, nobody uses. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. But again, that brings up the bigger question that you and I have hit on in the podcast of just like, well, what are they gonna do with these new console iterations? Because there is no revolutionary thing anymore. Yeah. This it, it's it's VR and AR, which are supplementary to the console. Yeah. So the PS4 no brainer mm-hmm. of okay, like full on wireless support and full on HD speed yeah. you know now it's like duh more yeah. of that please right yeah but no one gets super duper excited if you say oh you know we're moving the pixels up a little bit yeah. that's, that's expected it's a right. duh factor so i just don't know if we're gonna get wowed my guess is they take out the microphone thing entirely and just do an audio like micro like headphones jack for what like controllers like they just take out the like big clunky xbox headphones and they just put like or they release with like Microsoft AirPod kind of things, where it's like everything. Okay, is so you're talking about specifically the Xbox One controller. Mm-hmm. I, that's my because like I, I still think like because the they Xbox, all still have that huge port. Right, and they? I think that's yeah. gone. I think yeah. they make it a little bit sleeker. Yeah, I agree um, with that. I don't. I don't. Honestly, from then on, I I would ho- I would kind of like to have like a a keyboard kind of attached, quick detach attached for when I'm typing really quick like messages or YouTube. I think that would be nice, but yeah, I doubt I doubt that happens. Dan in the chat says, yeah, no one cares about the touchpad, including the developers. developers. Uh, Roro in the chat says, I mean, I thought the light was cool in the back. Or, uh, oh, wait, who said that? Seth said that. Yeah. Um, the light is super cool, Roro says. So the PS4 controller. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it is super cool, but wh but why is it there? Why does it exist? Here's the best scenario that I have found. When you're playing The Last of Us, it changes based on the environment of the story. Oh, that's cool. From yellow to red to that's white right. to whatever. It's freaking dope. That's very cool. But nine times out of ten, it's glaring off your TV. Uh, Think about the way yeah, you're yeah, sitting yeah, yeah, often. True. Yeah. Um, we, our buddy of ours, duct taped the Xbox logo on top of it, Kalen, on top of his Xbox controller because he didn't like the glare in his face. I don't know uh, if you knew that. That just seems like a Kalen yeah, driver. Yeah, it's absurd. But... It, it brings up a point. If you start to think about it, sometimes a light-up controller, if it doesn't have a specific purpose to help mm -hmm. you intake the game, it's actually hindering your experience. Yeah. So other than Last of Us, when the controller's blue, it makes me feel kind of cool. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I'm holding, you know, it's like a fictional movie where yeah. they make it randomly light up. Yeah. But as far as what, it ser what purpose it serves, no. Especially because the longer you own a PS4 controller, you got to charge it. And that it, people complain about batteries. I get it. Are we really still using batteries in 2019? Blah, 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 blah. But you and I just busted open a 32 pack of batteries and we're playing Halo like that. Mm -hmm. If one of us has to, oh, let me charge my PS4, yeah. get close enough to the console, yeah. or come back when it's charged, like that's unfortunate. It's tough, yeah. So improve battery life, mainstream the input controllers and, and low latency and all that different stuff. I am totally fine if the controllers look the same, but the insides of them, should blow my mind yeah of what they do right yeah totally. um and do you think microsoft or sony will ever double down on more um i'd like I tilt controls or any of that we gimmicky I, stuff i really don't think they do i don't think they do developers would have to as well um i, I just don't see the point of that I, I would like the them to follow suit in the joy cons of like the small light of showing what controller yeah like one or okay. two or three oh or four, i see you know? what you're saying because yeah. on xbox you're like who's controller one who's that's a great point. kind of annoying i'm not yeah. saying it's like but like you're saying yeah. with the big lights, like I like the Joy-Con is very small. It just yeah. tells you what player number you are. I think that's really helpful. Uh, one thing, um, there's a speaker on the PS4 controller, mm -hmm. audio speaker. So you're playing the game and it, if uh, a phone call comes up, like GTA all 5 the I'm phone call comes learning through. Learning all this stuff. Yeah, it comes through your controller, wow. which is awesome. And I don't want that to go away. It's a super small, two-pronged two like hole for the speaker. Mm -hmm. um, but if you shake the control, your flashlight batteries double up in Last of Us. Mm. Stuff like that is cool. And there's, yeah. there, there is ergonomics there. Um, there are certain PS4 movements mm -hmm. where it, you can click and tilt, and but again, it's like somebody spent way too much time doing this, yeah. just so you could. Yeah, I think they just make them smaller and sleeker yeah. and faster. I don't think yeah. they'd try to do anything like super crazy. Right. Um, um, Dan says the OG PS4 controller had awful battery life. The new ones are a lot. So better. that brings up how how am I supposed to tell? OG PS4 controller versus new one you, but other than the SKU unit you know what I mean on the back of the controller because yet. PS4 controllers don't look they don't look different um, does that make sense what I'm saying to you? I think so um, the PS4 controller that launched like like black clunky clicky Xbox versus white sleek so he's saying there are newer PS4 controllers where the battery life is better is that where the the DualShock controller or is that it's all, all du DualShock. it's all DualShock oh, okay. 4 but they do release new colors and stuff. Hopefully, he'll correct us in the chat or whatever. They but, don't um, make the original ones anymore, he said. Old true. ones had glossy black. The new ones have matte black. Oh, oh, he's right. He's so right, dude. I never even thought about that. My freshman year roommate had an original PS4 controller, and it was a little bit different. huh? Well, there you go. So there was a there was that iteration improvement. Um, it was a couple years ago. So, yeah, the one the one I own is, is the newer one. Hmm. 
but very interesting to just think about that, and and sometimes they do that without anybody knowing, which is which is good, kind of nice, right? It, yeah, you know, uh, especially yeah. If, it, if that was supposed to always be the case. Yeah, yeah. Then, you, yeah, <laughs> nobody wants a news article. Right. We've now made your controller last the normal amount of time. So yeah. that's good. Uh, Andrew, let's move on to our last story mission of the evening. Maybe a couple of side missions we'll throw in there. It's hard for me not to talk about Alcatraz. Yeah. Blackout because it's so fun. You're, you're just really good at it. <laughs> it is very fun. It but, is very, uh, very fun. The Last of Us Part 2, Andrew, um, wrapped up filming. Five, it tweeted like five or six days ago, finished production shooting. Yeah. Uh, Neil and um, Troy and all them, they posted the picture of the actors all dubbed up in their and their motion cap stuff. Super cool tweet. Everyone's super excited about it. At first, I thought it meant there's no way it comes out this year because I thought they were already done filming. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know how what crunch time development works. They like. they they did the someone did the research saying like the similar product development has been they announced that same thing on Uncharted Four and the first Last of Us and it comes out later that year when they oh, start wow. they stop filming. Okay. So, makes me happy. Yeah, so people were saying that's their biggest indication for it coming happy. out this year because in the development cycle. That's what Naughty Dog has done before. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good sign then. That it's, would make me super happy. It's an incredibly crazy sign. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so Roro getting an Xbox is like here and then like right below it. It's the last, be last of us twenty nineteen. Well, okay, so and this is what I was gonna I was gonna say, but I held my mouth to wait for the podcast. Uh-huh. Like as a PlayStation fan, do you think it like don't do you think that they're missing a little bit of pot- I know you said it's gonna come like remastered for PS five, but don't you think they lose a little bit of steam if they don't release it with the new console or no? Is no one worried about that? No one's worried about that. Okay. Um PS4 games are backwards compatible for PS5. Yeah. So it doesn't matter when a PS5 owner mm-hmm. buys The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. They'll eventually own it anyway. Yeah. And here's my take, Andrew. It's not a missed potential. It's making up for lost potential. They're quiet at E3. Mm-hmm. I said this since the beginning. Let everybody have E3, have their summer, and then just go bloop. Yeah. And then win. Like, yeah. It's like it's the big red failsafe button of Sony's going to retreat and then just say, Last of Us Part Two, yeah. and they own 2019. It would be so cool. Yeah. You remaster it with DLC or whatever, yeah. and launch it with PS5, and then you have something else brand new. Yeah. Because the reason I say that is, people are like, oh well, why wouldn't they launch it with the PS5? So they can launch something else with the PS5. Yeah, true. Last of Us does not need a console mm-hmm. to succeed. That's true. But they could capitalize on maybe a new franchise, maybe a Death Stranding console launch. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. And you're not going to have a double game first party console launch the yeah. same day. You're going to spread yourself right. out. Totally. So if you're going to spread yourself out, do you want Last of Us 2 to lead into that sp- Does that make sense? No, that the makes cadence sense. that at yeah. least I could see it happening? It's, it's hard for me to envision just because Microsoft, I think about like Halo Infinite is Microsoft. So if it came out on the Xbox One before the next one, I'd be like worried for Xbox's yeah. success. But PlayStation does a really good job of spreading out their first party big releases and, like and, that. So, But that's the thing, yeah. Andrew. Xbox has Halo. Yeah, exactly. Right. PlayStation yeah, has ex- all this exactly. stuff. Yeah. And Naughty Dog loves stories. Yeah. And... I think it's a good story mm-hmm. to look back on the PS4 and say, Last of Us Remastered started this generation and Last of Us Part Two ended it. Yeah. I just I would love to see that happen. It could get delayed. Yeah. I, I still there's such a large chance it's twenty twenty. Yeah. I'm still so ready to be wrong about this. Right. 
and that's fine. Um, Daniel says, uh, I feel like Last of Us 2 is going to be in the same position as original, released in spring 2020 right before new consoles, original release in early 2013 right before the new consoles. Um, Rower says, I saw one outlet saying it's coming out September 27th. I laughed and then I cried. <laughs> yeah, that and that was a leak that is not proven and people yeah. were just kind of reacting to it. Um, but I don't know what else do they have in the fall though Andrew that's where I'm I don't know that's why I'm thinking the way I'm thinking I'm not just fanboying and saying oh give it to me in the fall I'm saying they gotta do something yeah um, and maybe they don't that's totally fine I don't it, you know they're gonna do what's right and what they feel like is necessary yeah but Seth says but wouldn't they have to cater the game development to the new PS5 meaning that the PS5 would have been nearly developed when making The Last of Us Part 2 it's it, I mean he's yes but they've done that. That recipe has always been in tow. People have had dev kits for a while for PS5. People, I mean, Last of Us on PS3, that remastered makes it look beautiful. Right. But it plays the same. Yeah. And and that's what's so incredible about the Last of Us, Andrew. Is guess why everybody loves the Last of Us? Because it was on PS3, yeah. and people are like, "Whoa, this looks really good." Yeah. This and the, this is it. You're at this point where you have so many consoles out there. Yeah. PS4 is eventually going to be on a downward, you know, because that's what happens. The PS5 cannibalizes the PS4. That's yeah, how it exists. To- totally. So I, I, I just see it a big picture of get as many PS4s on the earth as possible, and then drop Last of Us, and then pick Makes up sense. PS5 with hey, we're bringing Last of Us with us. Yeah. You know, but Daniel brings up a good point. Yes, they'd still do that, but it would be spring 2020. Yeah. In my mind. That I would be totally fine with that. I would not be disappointed. The the what would disappoint me, and by that I just mean eagerly waiting in anticipation, is if it's fall twenty twenty. Because then it's like, all right, I'm that's, gonna be forty eight hundred yeah, years old, so and that's so far away. Yeah. But if we right now, if we are less than a year away from Last of Us, I'm on board. It's crazy, yeah. yeah. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm not gonna sell my PS4 this time. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. Uh, nobody needs to rebuy a move. PlayStation. Con- I mean, you know, but. I, I will be upgrading, and we'll we'll see if we get any Death Stranding info. Uh, I wonder if anyone doesn't upgrade. Is anyone not interested in upgrading when new consoles come out? Will you be sticking with Xbox One, PS4? I doubt that people do, but... Well, and that's where I'm at, interest. I gotta decide. What the, I got three consoles. Yeah. I got them all. Yeah. Why well, can't... I can't go broke, you know? You can't buy all the so, new... So, yeah. no. Xbox One has got to... I gotta upgrade. I mean, I have the OG Xbox One. Yeah. So, it's like, huh... It's dated. Yeah, um, and you're gonna get the. You're trying to get the digital, right? All digital or no? I don't know. Are you waiting? I wish you didn't even bring that up, Andrew. It stresses me out. <laughs> oh, too geez, much. I'm sorry. I forgot about that. Panic attack on this. Um, well, no. I mean, I'm gonna keep this until PS. I mean Xbox. Oh, like, so you're not going all all digital? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't need to. I can hey, already. If new buy, consoles are coming. What's the point? But that's the thing. I can play digital games. Yeah. And it's still ha- like, why would I? Why? Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, granted, if it gets cheaper, if I find a sale, yeah. or I see tremendous merit in having a portable Xbox uh-huh. One, I might do it. Yeah. And the reason I would is because once I eventually, I ha- I'd have that. Mm-hmm. I would up th- trash my Xbox One, get whatever I can for it, buy the Xbox, you know, two, whatever, yeah. and then still have a, a portable console yeah. that has stuff to it. But as far as I mean, I might keep my Xbox One and just not use it, but I could keep it with my disc tower yeah. and have it. Because here's the thing, Andrew, Blu-ray DVD player, like that's it. Yeah, totally. And so if I upgrade my Xbox and don't have it, then yeah. I have to buy or rent 
Yeah. You know, I it's, can't. It's weird. I can't spontaneously Redbox like we do. Yeah. So it's I see weird. merit in at least because it's my DVD player, it's uh-huh. my Blu-ray player. So I need to think about that. It's not. They should make Redbox digital. They do, but not oh. all titles. If you go to Redbox.com, half of them are uh, digital. I didn't yeah, know. That. Yeah. I thought I was like crazy. Yeah. No, it, but it's the it's the whole big thing of just like gotcha. slowly it's heading that way. Oh, so it says it's Death Stranding that Daryl. Uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Death Stranding is like semi horror. No thriller. It's more dystopia. Yeah. And just trippy. Just trippy. Yeah. If you if you're not familiar, go check out some YouTube videos. The graphics are unsettlingly crazy. It's Kojima's first game. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, definitely, definitely crazy. And Dan, it's hush hush. It's, yeah. Dan uh, said a quick st- uh, side mission. If you're down, I'm always down, Andrew. It's very quick. He said, "Can we talk about how sneaky Randy Pitchford is?" After Troy said that Gearbox definitely didn't reach out to him about being in Borderlands Three, so Randy Pitchford just lied about Troy Baker being in. Because Randy said something about what did Randy say? Daniel can say I don't know the exact, but I believe it's probably just something like. Troy Baker's gonna be in our game, or Troy's in our. Oh, oh okay. Or he we was... reached out, or something like that. Um, but gotcha. I, I guess Troy responded saying, "I've never been reached out by." Oh, a Gearbox okay, yeah, yeah, no, either. yeah. Randy Pitchford says Troy turned it down. And ah, Troy yes. said, "I did no such thing." Yeah. yeah, yeah. So basically, is Randy Pitchford the worst person? Ever? Confirmed. Confirmed. Right? Yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> um, and and I don't. I have no ties to Borderlands. I know you sort yeah. of do. Yeah. Um. Are you worried about that game at all? I mean, no. Okay. Because it's, it's, be it's just so... It's more of the same. It's its own Yeah. It's its own thing. It, ha- okay. it doesn't have to succeed. It just has to be fun. Hmm. It doesn't have to be mind-mendingly yeah. amazing. That's cool. So. Super cool. I ain't worried. Well, Andrew, Days Gone comes out this weekend. I'm excited Friday. to play that. Is anyone else um, getting it? Anyone yeah, else it'll, be, it'll be... So I'll, I'll give my uh, impressions. I'll try... I'll see how far into the campaign I can get. Uh, Game of Thrones is upon us, Andrew. We're in the thick of it. Episode three coming up this week. That's gonna be fun. Uh, the Witcher show launches this fall. We can talk about that that's later cr- on that's in the podcast. That's just crazy to me. Uh, we also found out Pablo Schreiber is gonna be the actor in Master Chief, um, the live action series, which we like finally got news about. I never on show for me when I saw that I had no idea about the show. Yeah, really? Okay, you did though, but it was just it's been I, years. Yeah, of rumors. well, there've been so many different things. The Michael Bay movie, right? No, yeah, you're right. You're right. This shows. this is what all that has become. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that, that's why I was like, there's what? nothing else. There's nothing else going on. This is it. Uh, Showtime is dope. He's fine. The whole big thing is why we're not gonna see his face. Yeah. Or we better not. Like half the people are saying we better not. Well, yeah, well, we better not. Um, we better not. So it doesn't matter. All I care about is his height, right? Like, <laughs> how does Master Chief live action show succeed? I have no freak. How does Witcher show succeed? I have no freak. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna be fun. We get, again, low stakes, dude. We already pay for Netflix. We'll just look at it, dude. I'm worried about Witcher just because I looked at some of the stuff. It's like their books or something. It's weird. Like we're not gonna get it. Basically, what they say. Oh, I know. Well, it's not gonna be like Witcher yeah. three. Yeah, exactly. That's what I. It's I'm, gonna be like. Now I'm like, oh, it's gonna be weird. Do I like this anymore? Right. We might not. Yeah, There's exactly. a large chance yeah, you and that, I don't. That's why I've been um, worried about it. But then, yeah, and so who knows what's gonna happen with the Halo thing? I think they had mentioned 2021 or something for that. So it's it's a long ways away. But there'll be tons of fun stuff to talk about. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Episode 27, Andrew. Epi- episode 27? That's a wrap on episode 27. That's Woo! so, so cool. Clocking in uh, today, Friendly boys. reminder that you can find us at M Interactive XYZ on just about every social media possible. You can check out patreon.com slash media interactive to support us. Find our RSS feed with everything we have ever done. Uh, we are live every Tuesday night, twitch.tv slash media interactive. Thank you so much for joining us live in the chat. Check out the HD audio. It's going to go up later tonight. Jeez. YouTube, podcast services everywhere. You can run through that so well. <laughs> it's like ingrained. You can do it in your 
sleep. You're it's like, great. Oh, it's yeah. Check us out on Patreon. It's, it's ingrained in my life. Um, love it so much. Seth says almost thirty. We're almost thirty, guys. Almost to thirty. It's gonna be so almost much thirty. Fun. Thank you guys so much. Much love, and keep on. Yeah. Yeah.